You know the vibes! Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. I'm the one and only Momootsi alongside me as always, Mr. BJ Armstrong. Real name, no gimmicks. You know it. You know it. The listeners know it. The whole world knows it. <laughs> so, BJ, let's get straight to it. A couple right. of days ago, you know, the 76ers played the... Uh, shorthanded Boston Celtics and everyone said that was the game that sealed Embiid as the MVP but there was a game tonight and I was wondering if it's unsealed the Ziploc of MVP that contains Joel Embiid as they took a 30 point beat down to the Miami Heat with Joel Embiid playing I'm just saying if we're gonna say one game crowns you as the MVP does one game like this undo it <laughs> that's pretty funny um well i gave you yesterday my mvp i, I i'm not I'm, i i gave you my yesterday i, I mean i'm not I saying he's you. not the mvp i'm just saying it's pretty interesting how people will talk about one game and not yeah another one, I, yeah maybe I, they weren't I, I watching just, maybe yeah, they weren't watching. i i i gave you yesterday who i thought the mvp was i'm i'm just gonna stick with it i'm gonna hang i'm just what it is so so yesterday you gave us your MVP and we talked about the Western Conference. And in the West, yeah. the top four seeds are sealed, but there's still room for movement from five through 10. Um, but mm-hmm. let's look at the Eastern Conference today. The top five okay. seeds are locked in. The Milwaukee Bucks at one, the Boston Celtics at two. Well, Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Miami, aren't they close? Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the top five. Okay. They're fighting it out for six and seven. I'm talking about okay. Milwaukee at one, Boston at two, Philly at three, Cleveland at four, and the Knicks at five. And as you rightly said, Brooklyn and Miami are very close in six and seven. And the winner of that will play the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, and then you've got the Hawks, the Raptors, the Bulls in the play-in. And two of the three will play against the Celtics or the Bucks. Um, but one matchup is locked in. So I thought we'd get a head start and we'd preview the first round series between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knickerbockers. Now, the Cleveland Cavaliers are currently 51 and 30. The Knicks are 47 and 33. When we look at the games at home versus on the road, the Knicks fare much better on the road, 24 and 16 at this stage, than the Cavs do, who are 20 and 21. But at home, the Cleveland Cavaliers are dominant, 31 and 9, compared to the Knicks, 23 and 17 at Madison Square Garden. So I wanted to get your take on this series. Let's start off with a prediction. Who are you back in in this series and in how many games? Well, this Cleveland team, you know, this is a team now that I think they played in the play-in last year, right? Did they did they play in the play-in? And they yeah, didn't. They, they, they didn't did, and Jared Allen was injured. He didn't make it. If you're asking me in this series, I'm going to say Cleveland. And here's why. Because I think Cleveland can make more adjustments than the Knicks. The Knicks have one pace. They're going to play hard. They're going to play tough. They're going to... You know, Brunson and, you know, normally it'd be Julius Randle, but he's, I don't, I don't know if he's going to come back. I'm assuming he's going to somehow make a comeback when the playoffs begin. I don't know what his health situation will be. And they're going to play at one speed. However, I think that the Cleveland Cavaliers can make adjustments. They can adjust things. They can give you different lineups. They can give you different looks. I think they have a minimum of three guys that's capable of getting you 30, maybe more with Jaron Allen. 
Karis Levert and those guys, but Donovan Mitchell, uh, you know, has been spectacular as far as scoring the ball. Evan Mobley, I think, will be a problem because of his length and size. And you can move him around in the court, whether you decide to move him at the three, he starts at the four, and you can obviously move him to the five. And then you got the kid, Darius Garland, who is, is a very capable player. So I would say the I would say Cleveland probably in six. Um six and, is always but, the safe bet when you predict a series. It's always safe to well, say. Well, I well, I, I think the Knicks this year, I think the Knicks will win at home. Okay, I think the Knicks will win at home. I think the Knicks will win at home, and I can see the Knicks winning one on the road. I think they because they play hard. The Knicks play hard. Mm-hmm. Now, if fully healthy, the Knicks, if they will round yeah, full strength, even if they're not, even if they're not fully healthy, I could see them winning. And here's and why I say that is because now they're going to get contributions from guys like they did the other night. They had like four guys that scored over twenty points. Mm-hmm. Obi Toppin had a thirty piece and. Uh, Grimes and quickly. That's what I'm saying. And then, and then the big, and then, and then Robinson will play better minus Julius Randle as far as offensive production. Why? Because he'll touch the ball now. Yeah. He's not just doing cardio as he said. Yeah. So I think they are deep enough to get contributions to win a game or two. And, And the reason I say that is because this kid Brunson has been consistent scoring the ball all year. And if I remember correctly, he had like a 40 or 50 ball the last time he was there in Cleveland, somewhere around there. Um, and they beat Cleveland minus Julius Randle. So they had the confidence to do it. I think the crowd, as you know, and the, the New York crowd in the playoffs is one of the best crowds, right? Mm-hmm. They're one of the best crowds. As so I think they will win at least. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. will, they will get one game there, okay? Yep. They will get one. And I think they'll get one on the road. So I think, you know, I, I know most people will say six, but I think they will get one. But I also think that the Cleveland Cavaliers have a have a, a deeper team in this sense is that they can move players around to different positions where I don't think the Knicks can do that. They just have to play hard, right? If Jalen Brunson is not on, which I don't expect him to be on every game, I don't expect Obi Toppin to score 25 or 30 like that every game. I don't expect, you know, quickly to do that. But however, I think they're going to play hard and they're going to give you an effort. I just don't know if they can consistently put those numbers up during the course of a seven-game series. Yeah, I think Brunson's obviously shown he can deliver in the playoffs. Uh, last season, even when Luca was out, he went mm-hmm. and got a job mm-hmm. done. But I think the, the real trouble here for him is the double bigs and the size of the back line of the Cleveland Cavaliers – you know, a lot of his game is based on getting into the paint. And when you've got those big bodies there, I don't know if he's going to be able to eat how he usually does. I know he did have that 48 piece in a regular season, but we always talk about the oh, playoffs as a whole. Yeah, 48. Uh, the playoffs being a whole different ball game. A lot of Cavs in five. I think, for me, when we talk about the top teams in the East, the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Sixers, the Cavs are closer to the top teams than the rest of the pack. So I think they're closer to those three than they are to the Knicks, the Nets, or the Heat. I think that they could even cause a few problems for Milwaukee. I'm not saying they'll beat Milwaukee. I'm saying that they'll make life very tough, purely because of the size of the two big bodies in Jarrett Allen and Evan Mobley. I think that's a nightmare matchup for anyone to go up against. When they're playing defense, it's absolutely 
that's a long night for you know, anyone I, involved. I, I, you know who you know who I think that they, they will cause a lot of problems to mm-hmm. if they play in the playoffs is your your uh, Boston Celtics. Yes, they always have a way of beating us, especially Karis LeVert just turns into prime Michael Jordan when we play. I think I I think they will get. I think that's the team, and and here's why. Because your guy, Time Lord, for the most part, not every game, but for the most part, he's the best athletic big on the floor. Mm-hmm. And that's one game he's that's one game you cancel out his athleticism. Mm-hmm. Right. Jared Allen, Jared Allen, Jared Allen and Mobley will, will cancel out his athleticism. So then that leaves Al Horford as your other big. And Al Horford is a terrific. What I say, you know, he's a terrific ground defender. He's a ground athlete at this stage of his career. He, he's always in the right position. However, those guys are really active. Mm-hmm. Those two, Mobley and Jared Allen. And now Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell cancels out one of the other guys. He cancels out either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. Oh, wow. He, he, he'll score enough points. He'll... You know, both of those guys would get 25 or 30. Well, he's going to get at least 25 or 32, maybe mm-hmm. 35 or 40. Mm-hmm. So now so now the difference is the bench and the other guys. And I think their bigs, if their bigs has one big game, then advantage Cleveland. I think they just match up with Cleveland. Every time I watch them, I go, that's a pretty good matchup for them. Because Darius Garland... He, Marcus Smart has to be attentive to Darius Garland. He can't be a help defender, and he has to guard speed and quickness. Marcus Smart would rather be more, he would, he's a physical guard. Mm-hmm. But speed and quickness for seven games, like Darius, because he's herky-jerky, stopping and going. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, you know, it's like playing against Drew Holiday, you got to be physical. But when you play against somebody like Darius Garland, it kind of like irritates you because you're like, really? Do I have to take this guy around again? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, you know, he's like one of those guys where you're just like, okay, I got to get my rest. I, I know I got to stop and go. You know what I mean? The Knicks are going to uh, have to deal with that as well. You know, Jalen Brunson. Well, uh, Jalen Brunson well, is going to have to guard either him or well, Darius, Jalen. Okay, Jalen. Okay, that's that's a great point. Jalen Brunson never guards the other team's point guard. That's okay, Quentin but then he's got to guard Donovan Mitchell. No, he doesn't guard. He always guards. The then he's going to guard Karis LeVert, where he's going to have Karis LeVert, a size. Yeah, Karis LeVert, he, but he's not going to get enough touches. Mm-hmm. He all he ne- he. Th- this is the interesting thing about the Knicks. Jalen Brunson never guards the other team's best offensive player. So that's always Grimes, so, uh, Hart, RJ quickly. RJ Barrett and those guys, and then he'll guard the the third guy or the non-scoring guy. So yeah, I agree with you if you would play through Karis LeVert. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. That's the problem if they play the Celtics. Like, yeah. who would he guard? Okay. Now Mark, Marcus Smart, they'll take him to the post. He can't guard Jalen Brown, and he can't guard Jason Tatum. So that's, that's the difference. So, you know, it's all about matchups. But We'll see how this thing plays out. Yeah, let's check it out. Now, a, a theory that I've had for a number of years now, I think I talked about it when we did the TV shows together, and I've talked about it, I think, here, maybe last season, is I have an idea 
to make the playoffs even more exciting than they already are. <laughs> and uh, today, Commissioner, the, Commissioner Mo. Oh, like man. It. Oh, man. I'm not trying to replace Mr. Silver. I'm not trying to do that. Um, but today, a bunch of the media have jumped up on the same idea. I've seen it mentioned a whole bunch. And uh, thanks for the credit, everyone. Not. But my idea was that the first seed gets to pick the team they play in the first round. Then the second team gets to pick, the third team gets to pick, and then the fourth team will pick, will play the team that's remaining left over. The reason being, the first and second seeds are at a little disadvantage here because they have the least amount of time to prepare for the team that they're going to be facing in the postseason because they've got to wait for the play-in to be completed. So although you do have the home court advantage, you have a little bit less of an advantage because you have less time to prepare for your opponent. And... I feel like it gives you an added incentive to battle it out at the end of the season because if there's only one or two games separating the first two seeds, you want to get that first seed to get your choice of matchup. If there's only a few games separating the fifth and the fourth or or, or like the from the five to seven, you'll be competing to get into the top four. If and it's natural that teams in the playing spots will be competing to get higher up in the standings. So to guarantee their space in the playoffs. So that's my idea. Uh, another reason why I think it would be great is we all have so much fun with the NBA All-Star Draft show where they pick the teams. Uh, a show where the team captains or the franchise players pick their opponents, I believe would be very fun and very entertaining, especially if we got the TNT crew to do it. BJ, what do you think of my idea? Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Mo, but I that... All Star Weekend thing, I I think they got they have to get rid of that. Oh, get out of here, BJ! Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any. Well, I don't know, but again, I'm I'm a much older than you. I don't know anyone that likes it. All the NBA fans love it. Okay, all right, all right. Let's see, I did. I didn't know that. Why I do people that it. you know not like it? Well, I think it puts it at a very like. For instance, it's a it's a celebration of being selected as an All Star. And then all of a sudden you start selecting players on their team and then guys are getting like, no one wants to be like the last pick. Yeah. And I, 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 and I just think it's, it's like one of those things and you're putting, you're putting those players in a position that they don't need to be in. Like, why am I selecting my team? Everyone's there in all-star and you know what? It's just a celebration. It's not like a, you know, like a who's who, who's friends with who. It it, it just it, it 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 has the potential to create beefs with players for no reason at all. Just like I also think they should get rid of the line at the NCAA, you know, the, the friendly line where they start at the end for good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And every year someone punches someone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometimes even you know, a coach. Yeah, you you know you know that live over. Yeah, I know. We it. just want to display We want to display sportsmanship. Well, why do you want me? Why do you want me to start choosing who I want to play with? I just think it's an unnecessary thing. So that's just me. Okay, and that's playing. the all star one. But what about this idea for the playoffs? No, like everyone, everyone who gets into the playoffs, your position should warrant who you play like so i'm the first seed and i'm four and oh versus the second seed and i go i want to play the second seed no 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 <laughs> you, you don't get to choose other teams in the top four so it's anyone outside okay. of the top four yeah so all right so i play well enough to get to the sixth seed 
The, well, the, well, okay. The sixth seed should play whoever they play. The third seed, right? Is that what they play? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. The, 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 it's all about matchups. It's always about matchups. So it's if exactly. you. I, I think my up, idea but, can fix load management. Because as I said, if it's a close race, you will be less willing to rest your star players on a nightly basis during a regular season. Okay. Well, can I ask you? Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know. Every time I hear load management, I just think maybe I'm missing something. So I'm going to just ask you the questions and I want you to tell me how much money do you get paid for the playoffs? You don't. Okay. You get your salary. Okay. How much money do you get paid for the playoffs? Zero. Zero dollars. Mm-hmm. So why aren't you playing in the regular season? You get paid zero for the playoffs and you want to play in the playoffs and you don't want to pay for what you're getting paid to do. It doesn't make sense to me. You get paid zero dollars. <laughs> and, and Mo, and everyone in the playoffs get an equal share. Yeah. But you get more of the audience watching you. More people watch the playoffs than regular season. Oh, so now I'm playing for fame. Higher, you have a higher potential. You have a higher earning potential based on sponsorships if you're a playoff performer. Okay, great. No one's remembering a random no- Tuesday night in November, uh, uh, but they're remembering. Uh, uh, okay, that, the that, that's fine. That, okay, that's fine. Well, just play them for 16 games in if that's all you plan. Because the last time I checked, the last time I checked, the the great players are always evaluated when they perform and when you perform, when under pressure perform. So play for what you get paid to do. That's a, that's a professional Oh, You get paid to perform. I don't understand. I don't get the whole, I don't get it, but you, 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 you just discredit the regular season Yeah, and go to the, okay. All right. Well, that's what I do it. I don't understand it. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get why we got to correct it. How about just say, hey, this is what this is what I'm going to pay you to do. Do you think it's dangerous if the Warriors or the Lakers win a championship uh, this season after having such bad regular seasons? No. You bad don't think regular it, seasons? It sets bad a dangerous precedent that you can, you know, if... Bad if, regular seasons to who? I think it's... League. I think... I, again... I will say what I see. Teams. I don't like to say people are tanking, but they're tanking. Yes. If you're tanking, if you are tanking, that's your, that's your perspective on the regular season. If everyone is playing and doing the best they could, just, I'm just, I, I'm, I, I get it. I'm, I've been around. I don't. I, when I say the best they could, playing to actually win the game. Like you, you watching the games now, man. Tonight's it, games it, were horrendous okay. to watch. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is just is what it is. Do I think it's possible to win every game? No. Do I think it's possible to want to win every game? Absolutely. So if you're trying to win every game, the play would increase. It'll be a substantial increase in the quality of the play. Mm-hmm. 
But now, you know, I think I, I can't remember who said it at the beginning of the season. This is going to be the Wimbenyama sweepstakes, right? Or... Yep, yep. Everyone said it. Okay. So when you understand that, when you understand that, or if that somehow is a real thing, I would like to believe that it's not. But if it is a real thing, then, Mo, that's our problem, which is a fixable problem. Like, hey, let's everyone play. And let's everyone play here because let me tell you something when your young people are in a situation where they're not winning we don't know the effects of that mode just like we always talk about winning as a habit losing mm-hmm. becomes a habit too yeah and 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 i'm gonna tell you i have i've been on good teams in my career and i've had on i've been on some teams who you know we we and i say we because i was part of it we weren't so good yeah however mo when you're a young player with no experience and you're not good and you haven't had any positive, what I say, feedback yet in your career, the effects of that is, I mean, it's, 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 it's horrendous for these young players. Why? Because now, Mo, you, you don't know if you really can contribute to a winning team. And that's mm-hmm. what you get paid to do. Mo, you don't get paid to play. You get paid to win. Yeah. And you don't just turn on the switch. It, that's not an on and off switch. So I I I just think that the, the correction is simple. Just play to win. But I mean, that's easier said than done. They're not going to go out there and do that, though, are they? I, 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 Mo, that's what I'm saying. But that, Mo, is that's what makes the game a great game. You're, you're like, Mo, like, just do your best. That's it. Now, if you lose every game, hey, you lose it. But at least you're trying. Now, Mo, I'm not sure what's going on as far as this. We have all these injuries and load management and all these things. And, uh, you know, the, they're blaming it on the, the doctors are holding them out. Well, guys want to play, but the doctors are whatever the case may be. That to me is where it's it gets gray and then it gets a little murky and then you start questioning things. And, and, and you know, Mo, it just I think and I say I say we. I think this is something that we can address. We can address this issue. And I think it's a correctable, solvable problem. Well, if you can solve and correct it, I would love to see it see it happen. But uh, one people, <laughs> one group of people that don't believe in load management who show up every night, regardless of the schedule, even if the games are all blowouts and it's only bench players that are playing, is me and you, BJ. We're here every day. So make sure you guys subscribe to the show quick episode for you today and we'll be back tomorrow with more from the hoop genius podcast don't miss a single episode because the playoffs are around the corner the play-in starts right next week the regular season wraps up we're going to do some watch alongs for the playoffs we're going to be right there with you make sure you guys lock in stay subscribed to the hoop genius podcast and most importantly get buckets